Hello, welcome to the Dan and Kev Extra Podcast with me, Dan. With me, Kev. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? It's been another week of doom and gloom. Yeah, I thought thought we did this like a few days ago. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like Groundhog Day daily, obviously, like the film. Did you see that on on UK television over here, on on Channel Sky Comedy, uh, Mm. the the movies channel, they, they played... Groundhog Day all day. Did they really? <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it was Monday or Tuesday, and then like the comments in the magazine section were like, uh, "Bill Murray live, Bill Murray living the same day over and over again, just like lockdown." <laughs> that is actually quite incredible. I didn't know that they did that all day. It's like literally one after the other. <laughs> so if you didn't record one, it would have just definitely recorded the other. But I wonder if that confused some recorders because you know you can say. I'll record one episode and it's called this. What if it it caused mayhem for some recorders? They're like, I'm going to record Groundhog Day. Oh, it's on again. Oh, it's on again. Better keep recording it. Recorded like you've got like 12 episodes on your box. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing. So clever. Very clever. So, what else have you been up to apart from work? And like we said last week's show, uh, it's just work, sleep. Yeah. Eat, yeah. eat, repeat, repeat. <laughs> yeah. and just pretty, stay at home and go for a walk every now and then. Yeah, do I what? do need to walk more. I, I, I still because I am sort of working at home pretty much a hundred percent of the time at the moment. You yeah. keep forgetting you need to actually have a good stand up, move those hips, and currently even doing this show now, I'm standing up <laughs> and I'm walking around. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, you're right. I actually, I haven't have left the house. This today is the first time I've actually left the house to do something for work, which is quite strange. <laughs> the fact, I've been sat, stood outside the front door for like five days. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it is crazy. And, you know, we, we've seen a few things on the news and other things that we wish to talk about today as well. Uh, I think the first point we're going to make, I think we might start off with a little rant about Ryanair. Ryan the, Air. Air, the airline of doom. Yeah. <laughs> ever, Ryan... since, ever since that, that advert that we... Yeah. Well, I sent you what... I think it was before Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was on in January a couple of times as well because I noticed it. And you took a recording of it because it was, you know, you couldn't believe it. You had to rewind the telly. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, but it was an actual <laughs> advert. And uh, I believe that the Advertising Standards Authority has received over 2,000 complaints about this particular advert. So Ryanair put it up and said, oh, holiday season is clumming up. And we know that COVID's been a problem, but all you need to do now is jab and go. (laughs) (laughs) I think think it started off with like sort of vaccines are coming. So now now book your holiday. It's like, what? So distasteful and just how do you know we're not going to still be in lockdown by the summer as well yeah exactly so they've like literally uh, saying and suggesting that one the vaccines are cure when it's not especially when there's new variants out as well all it does is reduce symptoms doesn't it am i correct in saying that that's very true yeah and also you need both doses to be fully effective and there's a lot of hoo-ha about when the second dose is going to be still so yeah. but they're just suggesting just jab, just jab and go. <laughs> but even if you get the second jab, you're still not, you know, it's not 100% protection. It's just it still reduces symptoms. You're not going to get a shield around you to but prevent have, you getting it. 
maybe yeah, and they, but they have shown that the Oxford vaccine in particular uh, does also reduce transmission, which is brilliant. Hmm. Which is what we want, obviously. So now, now everyone wants the Oxford vaccine. Yeah, the, the AstraZeneca, which is what I want, I think. <laughs> everyone, want, everyone wants that one now. And, uh, and they're also doing trials to see if you can combine yes, I different, saw different vaccines. And that's even, I think, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. That's a bit scary. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want to combine another vaccine with one British made and one German made vaccine. <laughs> and, then, and then you get a Russian one, Sputnik. Yeah, Sputnik. <laughs> I, I put something up on my Instagram the other day. <laughs> Did you see it? It went no, no. the beginning of I've got the power, dude. That one, but at the beginning oh, yeah. it goes Transceptor Technology and the Jivuda Vadirish at the Vaini Sputnik. Because <laughs> it says Sputnik. I zoomed in on the word Sputnik. Wasn't that uh, the name of one of their satellites as well? Yeah, Sputnik. What does Sputnik mean? <laughs> well, I also know it's a, it's a horror film currently on Netflix as well. I'm gonna. I need to Google this right now. The word Sputnik. Sputnik. U T I. But yes, yeah, so it's a 2020 horror film, which actually is supposed to be quite good from the looks of it. It's set on a space station. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Sputnik One was the first artificial Earth satellite launched by the Soviet Union. Sputnik One, that was. See, I, I I know it from Friends. Do, do you know when Ross? Ross dresses as Sputnik in that uh, Halloween episode, and oh. Chandler's Chandler's dressed as the bunny. Oh, I see. <laughs> I get it now. See, I don't really like Friends. I'm probably one of the only people that haven't watched every single episode like you have. So hey, I found Sput- it. Sputnik is also the meaning. This is the meaning of the word. Has also the meaning attendant, companion, traveling companion, fellow traveler. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So it's what is it? A traveling with you? This this uh, this injection? Then is it Sputnik? Sputnik. Yeah, it's yeah. a bias Sputnik. Yeah, it's very very peculiar, but uh, it, it seems to be. Yeah, I don't know if I would want. An, I mean, there's loads on the market now, isn't there? There's Johnson and Johnson, Novavax, Ban- Banza, <laughs> or whatever it is, Banza Nine or something. They're all coming out. It's going to get really confusing as to what's had, who's had what, and when, and everything. Just... Yeah, you'd have to keep the record of it, wouldn't you, just to be safe? But did you see also who, uh, who the big organ- health organisation, also suggests that things <laughs> who? Won't... who? Who are they? <laughs> who are they? The World Health Organisation. They're, yes. suggest- they're suggesting that things still won't be normal until 2022. Um. I would probably imagine that because it was even announced by Boris and the the, the chums that are on obviously every night almost. They said um, we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't rule out, you know, having not having another summer holiday this year. Or, yeah. you know, we can't really think about have a summer. I, I don't even I can't see it right now. I'm not even thinking about going abroad. No, or definitely, something. definitely not abroad this year. I mean, we've got another staycation booked. Uh, this yeah, year. I mean, are the staycations going to be okay as well? I mean, it depends oh, on when restrictions yeah. lift again. I mean, when? Well, I'm sure they will lift, and I think summer will be calm for the virus for people to maybe get away. But again, it's going to be another staycation for the British public because you're not going to be able to get away, and if you do, you're subject to quarantine rules either in another country or in this country and it would just stress me out too much to go to uh, an airport 
and then return home and then check. It just take ages to get through. Yeah, it, take, it takes ages to get through on a normal day. Anyway, yeah. All the taxiing around and the security, and then you got to do all the blimmin' COVID checks pre-hand, and then nah, they discussed. I... Tony Blair said about the uh, from the Tony Blair Foundation that we all need a digital passport to say that we're vaccinated or something, so we can go abroad. It's like, why? Because everyone might need to have this injection yearly now, and it looks like it's going that way, doesn't it? Because of the variants, and AstraZeneca said. We can create a new variant vaccine by October. Quite quickly, you, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, well, I, I read that some scientists say that you can modify these vaccines fairly quickly in, in like a couple of weeks. That's, uh, why, that's what happens to the flu ones every yeah. year. That's why you get different flu jabs every, yeah, every oh, October. This, this is, is going to be a massive ball ache, though. If, you, if everyone needs it, because <laughs> if you think not a lot of people need the flu jab, really. I get it because I've got asthma, uh, but it's only really for a certain age group and certain with certain conditions. Yeah, uh, I get it for a protection because of like irritable bowels and things like that. But yeah. if you've got small underlying conditions and you don't really want the flu on top of that just to make you feel shit, then obviously get the vaccine. Yeah, and but thankfully but to, it helps. If this is a yearly thing to get everyone done every year, it's going to. How are you going to even do that? Yeah, I mean, unless they target just certain groups again, like the over 50s, go and get your flu jab. Oh, and while you're getting your flu jab, go and get the COVID one at the same time. Mm. And maybe that'll be an option because by then, hopefully by the, well, not probably by the end of this year, but by the end of 2022, they'll have, one, enough stock of vaccines. Two, it would have been like most of the people should have been vaccinated by then. And three, you can start getting in a yearly campaign for, right, let's book people in for flu and COVID or just COVID jab, depending on what they want to do. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess there'll be enough in stock, like you said, to the point now where you can get the flu jab almost anywhere now. Can't you? Tesco's, local pharmacy. Yeah. It'll be uh, like that. It will be like that because didn't Superdrug and Boots say they're already on the bandwagon to have the, the vaccines delivered to yeah. them as well? It wouldn't surprise me if they if they make a, a fully uh, sort of drive drive-through one as well at some point somewhere yeah well they do that in america don't they at the moment you can literally queue up as a drive-through sort of thing i watched it uh, sir patrick stewart uh our faithful x-man and in you know captain picard and everything he posted a video of him having the vaccine out there and he said how long have we waited in the queue for in the car four hour wait in the car wow he had and then he got the jab. And after so after four hours waiting, he finally got the jab. So even celebrities can't, you know, skip that queue, so to speak. They have to queue up as well as normal and go forth with it. I mean, I've got people that I work with now that have had COVID or getting over COVID. And one of the guys that I work with now said um, that they had uh, for nearly three months they couldn't smell or taste yeah it's horrible isn't it that, that, that's what's putting me i mean I've, obviously i've been vaccinated <laughs> vaccinated as well now but like i said it's, it's it's the actual after effects like you could be you could be generally quite fine maybe in, like, after having it but it's it's the long covid which is becoming more worrying now yeah but, whether it'll be whatever effects it might have i mean you might look you might be lucky and just get over it but he had like yeah just no sense of smell or taste for three months i could i, I would hate that no, yeah. I love food as well. You'd be like just not eating anything really, or just really spicy stuff just to see if it'll work or something. <laughs> Can I taste yeah. that yet? No. That'd be horrible. So 
and and other people have had really other bad side effects where you know, where some guy can't walk anymore that I read that he had the vac- he had the, uh, COVID and six months later he can't walk. Yeah, it's, just, it's so strange what it does, and they still don't know what it actually does to you. No, so we've ranted about Ryanair. We've discussed what COVID might be in the future. And it's still, it's still very, to me, it's still unknown because of the variants and things. But there's always going to be variants. We know that. But it's just how we're dealing with it long term. And there's no, it just seems like there's no end at the moment. And there won't be. It probably will be living with us forever as the, was it the Professor Chris, Chris Whitty said that, didn't he, on, on telly? He said, it looks like it's going to be with us forever. But surely, I don't get how it can be. Because it, if people, if people, if you put, let's just say you've got a big warehouse, right? And you've put everyone in the world in that warehouse, right? And say, right, you're locked down until whenever, right? Until literally no, until there are no more cases. You're all in here anyway. You know, the people that have already had it have had it. So everyone's in this room. We're going to stay in here until no, until there's no more cases. Like what? Surely, if it's gone completely from the world, how would it come back? Yeah, I mean, it hasn't completely... I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Because this one's so transmissible and it's different because it's a coronavirus from the coronavirus family, which is flu, the cold. And how does that, how does that come back every year? Even that puzzles me. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone is out and about all the time. Even in the supposed lockdown, people are still not adhering to the rules. I've seen, again, that is another rant... On the news, people holding parties still, house parties, they're getting the 10 grand fine. And there was this one that was like this 23-year-old or 24-year-old girl set up a party at home. And they've all turned up to go to this party, these guys. And they're like, what would you expect us to do? It's boring. We would, And they're like, well, that's why we've got lockdown. I know it's boring. Everyone's fed up with it, but you've got to adhere to the rules. And then the girl was like, how do you expect a 24-year-old to pay 10 grand? Well, they were like, well, that's your problem. <laughs> you should yeah. have thought about that before throwing the party. Yeah. I'm, I, yes. it, just, it just baffles me. Like, if, it it how, will come back it, and go. I mean, the flu is gone. Back. Yeah, it, because it, it lies dormant. It, either in your system, because it, it's a virus, they have the ability to hide, or it comes out again when you start hibernating. And, like, you're always out in the summer and you're getting hot and no one's getting anything but when it becomes winter when people start sort of congregating in places again that's when the virus sort of thrives but you're right i don't understand the pure science behind how it returns every year especially when it dips in the summer you think oh it's gone yeah and suddenly it comes back (laughs) it comes back and then so then if you've had the virus and it's in your body but you've got over it and you're fine but there's still some remnants of that in you could that be activated again like the flu one then? And you could get it again. Yeah, that's what they're saying. That's why it's going to probably be around long term. So we're going to have to develop vaccines every year now alongside the flu one. To, so... to sort of suppress it. But if, if it's still left dormant in your body, you need this vaccine to suppress it every year to stop it from bloody coming out again. Maybe. I don't know how it suppresses itself in your body anyway where the immune system won't attack it. But... How does it come back in the first place? Like you say, I don't know. Like the flu, um, there's something. It's reading material, food for thought. But yeah, it doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon to be rid of the virus. It's not like something like the Zika virus or swine flu. They're completely different strains mm. that are not linked to the coronavirus, which are easily 
eradicated. I know swine flu was around for quite some time, but not. It was only like three to six months, wasn't it, of like worry. What was that other one? Foot and mouth. Was that another one? What other one? Foot and mouth. Was that? Was that? Another oh one? yeah, yeah. That was like that was between like the pigs and like things mostly, wasn't it? It wasn't really transferable to humans, and if you did get it, it was. I think it was sort of cured quite easily or something. Yeah. And it's like bird flu as well. They have to cull the birds before it gets out of control and like contaminates your food. I don't know whether that can be transmissible to humans because it's a similar type of strain or something. I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, COVID in our lifetime, you know, we're in our 30s now. Like I'm in my late 30s we may see the rise of something more deadlier, you know? Yeah, potentially. Hopefully not. Because <laughs> this has been a real eye-opener. You know, it, it's, it's so surreal. I think and, it's, op- it's opened our eyes, certainly, to new ways of working. And uh, living, yeah. And, just, and living, and new ways of interacting with people. But also yeah. it's showing the negative side of it when you don't have, you can't see friends, you can't see family, and things like that. The yeah, it makes you think, like... What our ancestors went through during like the war, yeah, and they've been through like, like even before that, like plagues and things or whatever, different types of. They'll things. be they'll be bombed. Like, they're yeah. not being bombed. We've just been told to stay at home. It's not the end of the world. But no, I it, mean that was worse essentially, I guess, because they were getting bombed, and it was world war against people versus people. Whereas this is a invisible threat, which we're all locking down, and it it is surreal. It does feel like you're in a movie or a series of something but that's that's the whole thing isn't it it's so hard and it's real life (laughs) it doesn't make sense you think oh it's just a virus people get over it and we'll move on but no it's a virus that's actually one of the most deadlier ones in in our lifetime and it's attacking all sorts of people if you're healthy or not yeah exactly um that's what you want to try and avoid really and i'm quite happy with working at home but I, what I do worry about, and now I don't know if anyone can answer this, please do on our Twitter page or whatever, um, is that because we're locking ourselves down from COVID, are we making ourselves more susceptible to general viruses, like the normal cold, and will we get affected more by that because we haven't been infected by another virus for a while? It, will it hit us harder? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. If a normal virus is like, if we, yeah, we're shielding from COVID, so to speak, but if we go out there and we start mixing again and the, the rules are all relaxed, are people going to suffer with illnesses a bit more because your immune system has been a bit relaxed over the last year and a half? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, interesting. <laughs> so are, are we opening ourselves up to like just worse forms of the cold in a way and it might take us out, but not take us out, but it would just take us a bit longer to get over because usually every year we get a cold, don't we? One point. Yeah, I've not had one in a while, actually. With jinx, I'll be jinx. honest. I touch wood. Since having the flu jab, I think that's helped with reducing cold symptoms as well, because it's you know aimed at the same sort of coronavirusy stuff. But um, yeah, touch wood. I you know I don't I don't like colds anyway. I hate them. No, we we men get the man. Man the man flu, yeah, we that, feel that, it more. That really knocks us it's to a, six. It's a scientifically proven fact. That there is man flu. <laughs> There is man flu. It does exist. It does exist. Yeah, so that that was pretty much an update from our end on the COVID stuff and what we think about it. Oh, I just yeah. up talking about it, aren't you, though? Just, it I, just... know, it's, I mean, it is interesting, though. There's always something new to talk about each week because it does change. The rules change every week. 
the guidelines from the government change almost weekly, even from a professional point of view, which are the roles that we do. The DFE, the Department for Education's guidelines change, the public health changes. You know, they're like, oh, now we need to change it to this. You've heard of lateral flow testing, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, they're not very accurate. And That's what we... they're all like, what should we do with that as well? And, oh, my God, it, it just changes every week. Yeah, they're quite unpleasant. We have to do it now, weekly, and they're not very nice. Well, how does the lateral flow work, then, to explain to people that haven't done it? So this one, it's just like a little... <clears throat> you've got the little swab, which you... Uh, you have to first. You have to mix some liquid into a tube and swirl that around. Then you have to get a, a swab, which is like a, a large cotton bud sort of on a stick. Uh, yeah, take, take that out of cellophane. You have to put that up your nose as far as you can take it, which is really uncomfortable. Mm. And then you've got to, you've got to swivel it, swivel it around for ten seconds. Then you've got to put that in a tube, and then you've got to swirl the tube around. And then you've got to put that a drop of that onto another little stick. Oh, really? And then you've got, you got to wait for half an hour, and that will give you a line or two lines. One line if you're negative, two lines if you're positive. But if you, and then you have to log the results on the government, government UK website. But if you have a positive, you should, you apparently have to get another proper test done because mm-hmm. these aren't supposed to be accurate. They're not very accurate, 60% apparently. Interesting. So that's why, I mean, it's going to go mad because what I do is I sort of monitor these cases, don't I, from sort of a school's perspective. And the schools aren't going back until sort of March the 8th. But whether that will be extended or not, we don't know because of the new variants. Um, yeah. As soon as they come back, it's going to be like Ramo, lateral flow testing hell. You know, people are saying positive negatives or false negatives and things like that. It's just going to be just ridiculous. But you just got to prepare for these things, I suppose, haven't you? And that's what it's all about. Indeed. Indeed, But yeah, uh, have you been playing in any... We're going to jump over to sort of games and things now. I think just before we end the show, you know, we'll end it on a high note rather than a COVID note. (laughs) Yeah. So have you been playing anything new, first of all? Uh, I have been playing something new. Obviously, we were both playing Hades and I sort of... My goal with Hades was just to escape it once and then I'll come back to it later because it's got a lot of replayability, Hades. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can play with once. different weapons and stuff. Yeah, and you can unlock, and you make the game harder, and can unlock new things as well, which is where I'm at now. So I thought, I'll come back to that, because I, I, was, I was bought Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla for Christmas. And I've been playing it, but as you know, we've talked about this many times before, it's just one of them games where there's just so much to do. Mm. And an open world game at this stage in your life <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> no, I mean, like, try we, having we children as well. It's yeah, like, exactly. Oh. We can't spend... 10 hours a day on the PlayStation, <laughs> you know, which is what you need for this game. You can't just jump on for an hour and, and do it and do something. It takes ages. So I'm already bored because of that, because I can't really fully invest into it. Mm. Uh, I'm bored. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to look at any videos on YouTube. I'll just keep it in the background. And when I finally get time properly to play it, I'll play it. But in the end, I, I found a game called Dead Cells, which is on Nintendo Switch. PC and PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a roguelike game, similar to Hades, and it's uh, a die, repeat, get stronger sort of game. And these are these are new sort of genres that I've I, I only recently come across since Hades, and I, I really love this style of game. I, I don't know about you, but obviously you've played Hades, but it, it they're really quick to pick up and play. Yeah. You don't need to be good at them 
in a way, but you get better because you learn the game. Yeah. And the depth and the replayability of it, and especially this one where it's a 2D side scroller. So it's got elements of sort of Sonic and, and Mario to it. Yeah. In like a sort of a, like a Castlevania sort of style graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it plays the same way. You've, you're timed, uh, and you've got to get you've got to get to the boss and, and get out where you are. You play. You get headless, powers and stuff like that. You play. Yeah, you play headless soldier. So you've got two. You've got four weapon capabilities for four buttons. So X is your basic attack with the sword, uh, and well, yeah, and Y or triangle is your uh, bow and arrow or, or shield. But you get to choose what one you want, and obviously you can get grenades, or you can get a minigun, or you can get other shoulder buttons. But you unlock them as you go along. But with this one, I find is that the maze changes. I know it changes on Hades, but it, this, the actual level design changes every time you go into it, every time you die, which I think is even better because like you don't know. You're always con- constantly trying to find new places to go. Yeah. So you can pull up. And interestingly, I, I got to a point when I first played it, I got through all these enemies and I got to this stage where you go to like a little side room where where time, the timer pauses so you can upgrade your character, you can unlock new things and buy items and weapons. But there was a door on there that I, re- I went to open this door and it went, nope, you can't do that. This door closed 30 seconds ago. You can't get in. It had a mm. two-minute timer on it. So you have, to get to this, you have to get to this door in a two, before two minutes is up to get what's behind it. And I thought, that's, that's so good because it, it's already gave me now different ways to play it. So I'm like, do I speed through it to try and get to that door and the other door next to it was you need to kill 30 enemies without getting hit to open this door. Mm-hmm. So straight away, you've got, do I do a slow and steady approach to try and not get hit and get the other door? Or do I just get there really quickly and then get the bonuses? So I love already that story. And I know there's other times doors as you go along. There's one at eight minutes. I don't know where it is yet. So sort of as you go along, you sort of learn where things are. There's secret rooms. There's secret, like Sonic, you know, Sonic when there's, you could go into a wall, but it opens up into a new room. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the same with this as well. There's power ups, there's constant upgrades you get as you go along. Sounds and I'm pretty just, good. I just love it, and I just, I just think it's just so, and it's such an easy pick up and play. And and it's already got three DLCs, which I've already downloaded as well for it, which are quite cheap as well in the store. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm really just sort of liking these quick and easy pick up and play games that you can just you can you can play for half an hour. And save it, and then not come back to it, you know, for for a day or so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and I, I am I'm, it's that sort of game where I'm like, I want to play it every time I can. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like the the switch for the indie games, the quick pick up and play, and you can do it on your telly, or you can just take it back to your bedroom or something or whatever. I yeah. like that about the switch, and that's why I got it for like the Hades game and the one that you just recommended, Dead Cells, and anything else that's sort of indie related because. We know that the graphics engine on the Switch isn't like PS4 or PS5, nowhere near, really. Similar, I would say, maybe like PS3, almost up yeah, to PS4. Yeah, I, I haven't pushed its capabilities yet. I haven't played. I know it's got like FIFA on there. You can play Monster Hunter on there. Yeah, I haven't Hitman, seen Hitman that. 3 on there. Well, this uh, is the thing, yeah. There's, they've released some of the games on there that are cloud-based only. So you have are. to, you can download Hitman 3 for example, which I'll go into a minute because I have been playing it, and you can connect to it and then play, yes, a good game at high-level graphics if you've connected it to HDMI on your telly 
via your Switch, you're going to get the same quality as you would on a PS4, let's say. Yeah. And that's the same with some of the other games that they've released, like slowly. Cloud gaming seems to be... So is that, is that street, you're basically you're streaming it, aren't you, from a server somewhere? Yes. So you, you need quite a good Wi-Fi for that, I would imagine. You do. I mean, that yeah. brings me to the PS4 version as well, which um, obviously been playing Hitman. The world of assassination, they call it now, really, because you, you, once you've installed Hitman 3, if you've already got 1 and 2, it ports all over to one disc yeah, or one digital version, which is nice because you can delete all the other versions on your system. But anything that you have saved, it saves to their cloud. And then, you know, it brings all your stuff over to the new game. So, yes, I can play Hitman 1 and 2, whereas Hitman 3 is on disc, but you have to connect to the cloud. So... Yes, I'm connecting to the cloud, but it knows my progress in one game, right. which is quite good. So I am using the PS4, and essentially I'm connecting to the cloud for one, two. But then three, will it connect to the cloud or not? I don't, I don't think it matters too much if it does lose connection because I've got the disc. So oh, okay. I can play it offline on the third one. But one and two, because I haven't got it saved locally anymore, which obviously frees up space, which is nice for me. That's the benefit of cloud gaming, I guess, because you can sort of jump into it it does save your progress locally yeah it was on playstation now wasn't it on the ps4 which you can still get and subscribe to where you stream games basically from a from a server yeah. I, I i did it a few times but i wasn't overly bowled over with the, the gameplay on that yeah uh, sometimes i don't like some of the loading time on the cloud yeah. ones because you have to wait and the environment sometimes looks a bit grainy and then i'm like oh there it is but it hasn't been too bad like, i haven't complain too much about it. It's only happened a couple of times on a few levels where I'm like, what's going on over there? And then it loads into it. And sometimes I have lost connection to the server, but it, it soon reboots back into it. Um, it's only happened a couple of times. So you've got to have, like you say, quite a strong Wi-Fi uh, or internet right. connection to do that, or just buy you know, the digital version or the disc and yeah. keep it on there. But you need, it's space. It does boil down to space on your hard drive. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that more now with the Switch. And I don't know if you've come across this, but it, and it might just be my SD card, but I've had to move a few things over to the SD card from the storage, internal storage. I've got everything on the SD card now, except for yeah. a couple of internal storage stuff, because but internal I've, storage is like, no way. I've got like, yeah, so it's like 14 gigs internal. It's not a lot. No. But I've got a 64 gig SD card. But now I've, gone to move a couple of things that are left over it gets halfway and it's like oh sorry we can't find your sd card i don't know yeah. if, you've, if you've had that you need a i had to buy a 200 well i've got like 128 gig or something sd card but it's like a faster write speed one so i haven't got like a basic sort of sd card i've got one of the faster ones is so, it one of them x is it an xc one yeah something it, like that and it is it's better yeah. with the right the read write speed well, that's because, the one I've got, but it said you had to do like an update on it, uh, which, which I've already done, obviously, because I update the Switch regularly. But I was just, yeah, it's just like I've moved a few things over. There's a couple of things left, about three gigs worth. And then halfway through, it's like, oh, yeah, we can't find your SD card. Just anymore. leave them on there then, I guess. And then yeah, when I've got, when I, I do download new ones, just set it to say download straight to SD card. Yeah, it takes but a little does, bit longer. Does, yeah, it takes longer. Yeah, I've been taking my SD card out and downloading it to the storage and then moving it. I find yeah. that quicker. But, uh, yeah, I might just get a, I might just get a different card. If that's any better. Yeah, you can get you can see look for high performance ones. You spend a little tiny bit more on them, but it's worth it when you get a good connection, so to speak. 
but yeah, that's, that's what we've been playing this week. Uh, TV-wise, nothing much new from what we last saw. We update. Oh, yeah, obviously, from last week's show, I have finished The Mandalorian now. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was shocked and impressed by the CGI of... Spoiler, I mean, most people must have seen it by now. I wouldn't say it, though, just in case. <laughs> yeah, no, all right, then, I wouldn't say it, just yeah. in case. But, but, but yeah, it, it, was, yeah. it was shocking, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's pretty good, yeah. And then I wondered what timeline we're in, and then you explained it. And I was like, oh, yeah, now it makes sense. Because I thought the timeline, that's no, that's not a spoiler at all, really. It's actually based after episode, uh, the, sorry, Return of the Jedi, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah. it's after Return of the Jedi... Uh, in between um, up until, uh, what do you call it, uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah, and, and but now you understand my continuity issue with uh, Boba Fett. In, yeah. Uh, how has he got fat in yeah. this space? They can't really do much. They need to just work him out a bit more, maybe. Who knows? Especially if he's getting his own series, which is not did he, a did, secret. Did he, go, did he go into a pit? And just had to eat his way out? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, how, how did that work out? I mean, it... it, it Maybe who knows? You know, we just got to make it up as we go along. I guess it's but... just the actor, and it's just the actor's got obviously got bigger since he last played that role, and older, obviously. But it just doesn't quite work out with no. uh, him being skinny in the last film he was in, and then this one. But no, it's a great, great show. I'm looking forward to all the other Star Wars shows that are coming. I might start the Clone Wars because I know they're quite short episodes. I know you've seen some already. Uh, yeah, I need to it. get on with the Clone Wars. Actually, I've only seen like most. They're only like twenty-five minutes or twenty minutes each, so you can bowl through them. But yeah, it sort of links up with obviously Osaka Tano's past and things. So yeah, have a have a gander. Um, other than that, I've got back onto True Blood a little bit because I've, I'm just a little bit fed up with Walking Dead. Like I said to you last week, <laughs> I'm surprised. It, it, I, I will watch season ten, but. You persevered, I'll give you that. I mean, I, I, got, fed up. I got fed up way before you did. <laughs> like I say, that's why we love Mandalorian, because it's only half an hour, it's quick. You don't yeah. need to fart around with all the fillers, like an and hour long Walking Dead. episodes, yeah. How many episodes in Walking Dead to do? There's like 16, 20. Oh, no, 16. Like, that's 16 hours of your life. That, you won't get that must take all year to film, surely, that many episodes. Yeah, or, or more. I mean, if I was there, the new, like, if they're going to make a season 11 or something, I'd be like, right, no, half hour, 45 minute episodes. Yeah. Let's make it not 16 episodes this time, maybe just 10, just to round off the series. Uh, explain where Rick's gone in the movie or something and then carry on from there. But who yeah. knows? We don't know what's going on. It just seems a bit... I can't be asked to watch the Whisperers battle because I know probably what happens. Like they're probably going to have to kill off another main character, but who knows? I haven't watched season ten yet. It's lost its shock value now. Like it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just needs to end now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was Walking good. Dead is no longer, yeah, it's no longer cool now. Up until the end of like the Governor, and then they brought in Negan in season eight, and then that was good for a little bit, but then it just it went downhill very quickly. Yep. But yeah, uh, other than that, yes, thanks for tuning in this week's show. Next week, we'll uh, talk about different things. Maybe We might COVID update, but we'll see. We don't generally do it every week, do we? We just like to have no, a little mode about it and just <laughs> take our take on it. But if you've got your own comments or you want to be a guest on our show, please let us know. It's at Dan and Kev show or email us, show at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, yeah, I've been Dan. And I've been Kev. We'll see you in a week.